This is Kissing Cocktails. I'm Amber Rose. I'm Christy. And Christy, welcome back to my house. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I enjoy getting here. <laughs> you know what? It is so like a little bit crappy outside and icy. I don't know if anybody else listening is dealing with that outside. I had to chip my uh, windshields yesterday uh, off of ice uh, in order to go out. I haven't driven any lift this week because I just don't, I just do not feel like braving the roads. To right. Be honest. It really wasn't too bad in the mornings is the worst time. Yeah, because it's ass cold. Right, right. I think it was worse yesterday, but mm. um, thank God my car is in a garage. So I don't oh. have to scream. Dang it. You know what? Next house. I'm in a right. starter house right now, which I love, but I don't have a garage. Right. So, yeah, there's right. that. Now, y'all, my mom's kids, they had school canceled. Did you guys have school canceled yesterday? Um. The, well, the... Austin's college was canceled. Yeah. And then nice. um, our 16-year-old, she she was canceled from uh, Apollo. So. so you had everybody home yesterday. I wasn't home. Where were you? I was at work. <laughs> <laughs> so did, did your hubby, hubby have to stay home with the kids? No, he had to work too. Um, oh, I guess at least enough. the daycare. Yeah, those two are open. Okay. The right. daycare was open for Ian. They're oh, always amazing. open except for holidays. So that's amazing. It is. Speaking of which, by the way, we'll remind you at the end, but we will not be back next week. Correct. Uh, just because of Thanksgiving and we're going to take some time to be with our families. Um, and uh, I've got a whole heck of a lot of extended family to hang out with. You've got your hubby and kids and, and my dad. Family? What? Yes. My Aww. dad is from Texas and he will be in on Monday. Aww. And he is staying for a week, and it's hard to see him very often. I It's hard for me to go to visit him with all the kids yeah. and my husband, and everybody's schedules to get correct. You One know, of those impossible things. Which it makes it easier with him. Like so, yeah, he's coming Why is he up so with far away? He's from Texas. Oh, wow. He hasn't yeah. thought about moving here? I've tried. Oh, man. No, stubborn I've man, tried. Huh? He is. He's very stubborn. <laughs> very you don't get stubborn. that at all. Oh, no, no. not at all. Yeah. My dad, yeah, that side of the family is super stubborn, but they, um, my dad was born and raised in Texas and, um, he was in the military. That's how he met my mom. My mom is Aww. from this area. Oh, so yeah. I don't think I knew that about you. Yeah. Are your mom and dad still together? If I can ask. No. Okay. My mom's passed away. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. She, um, passed away several years back. In 2012. You open so. mouth and insert moonshine. Oh, no. <laughs> so it's okay now. It would probably have been different if it was, like, right after it happened. But, yeah. Oh, man. You know. Yeah. They they got divorced when I was three. So, yeah. Okay. All right. So. Yeah. You know, actually, I was just talking about this earlier with a friend. There are actually a lot of people from our parents' generation that either, A, didn't stay together, or, B, um, they're unhappily still together. <laughs> Correct. Uh, that is correct. Thinking of one in particular that we both know yes. that is unhappily still together. Yes. Um, but you know, it is what it is. Like, um, that's their that's their prerogative. That's their you know, that's that's part of the, the beauty of choice, you know, to to stay in it and keep working through keep working through it. Yes. And it's hard. It's super hard. I remember talking to older people, asking them, <laughs> How in the heck oh, do you guys do it? Yeah. Because I couldn't answer that question. Right. Marriage is tough. It is not. It looks easiest. tough. It's not very easy, but um, the whole, I mean, it's tough, but it's really worth it. 
So you say that, but yeah. like as a single gal, I see all these people that are on like their second marriages. Although I in, am in, yeah. in though in that defense, yes, I've heard that actually the second marriage is always usually better than the first, right? Um, just because the first one I hear, you don't know what you're doing. You know, like you're, <laughs> right. you're still growing up a lot. You don't know how to fight fair. That's what I hear. Sometimes and it, I still don't know how to fight fair. My <laughs> husband will tell you that for sure. <laughs> I don't care how old you get. Oh, you know, we're so all human. So. Yeah, that's but true. That's from, true. From like the single gal's perspective, it, it's, it looks freaking scary to look at the idea of getting married because I see all these couples around me that either are just separating after saying they were going to commit to each other or they're like in it for the long haul and they are miserable as heck. Like to me as a single gal, I don't see a whole lot of wins out there. And so it's scary to think of marriage. Um, I totally agree. I think a lot of the reason why you don't see a lot of wins is because people get into it for the wrong reasons. Like what? What do you mean? Well, I think a lot of people get into marriage either because they have a child together and they think, Oh, we have to get married. Yeah. Or um, don't do that. Stay people. together only because of kids. Yeah, or, don't do that either. No, exactly. if you're going to commit, commit. Exactly. Like if you're in it, be in it for each other. Or some people are like, okay, I'm in it for the moment and don't think about the long haul. And they're like, mm. oh, if it doesn't work out, I can get, just get divorced. Oh lord. You know, some people do have those type of feelings. Listen, and- future husbands, we are in it till death do us part, and I mean till death. Do us part. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but the whole point of it is, is you know, when you put yourself in that situation, you seriously need to think about. Mm-hmm. all the aspects of it. If you haven't got it, if you do not have kids or, you know, you need to make sure that both of you are on the same page with everything, yeah. with everything, or at least, or at least on the same page with how to deal with things that you don't know. Because I mean, I know firsthand from like a friend perspective that people constantly change. I feel like I'm yep. still constantly getting to know my best friends, which is awesome. Cause it means I feel like I feel like it's never a dull moment. I mean, she's always surprising me. She is often surprising me with with things that I, I thought I already knew this girl. 30 years later, I thought I knew this girl. And she is surprising me with things that <laughs> I just couldn't have known and that she couldn't have known about herself. Right. But like in a marriage, you know, if even, even if you don't have that commitment to like stay in it for the long haul or, or to like to um, just be there. Um, for the person that you thought you married, if you at least have that commitment to, to be there for what you're promising in the future, if you have that commitment to work through who they are and they make that commitment to work through who you are, no matter how scary it is, that's true. No matter how rough it gets at, you know, but if you both have the understanding, even in the rough times that like, Hey, I'm still a good person at the core. And no matter how rough it gets, I'm always on your team. Right. That's what's missing for a lot of couples right there. Because yeah, couples true. are like, I'm telling you what. And they this give is what up piss- too easily. Yes. This is what pisses me off about boyfriends is like things get rough and I'm going through a growth um, stage in my life where I have to transition things and like guys get scared or intimidated and they say, oh, hey, forget about team Amber and, you know, now gay dude. Uh, now it's, now it's just team dudes, you know? Right, right, right. <laughs> and for some guys, they stay which, on team dude. we will come back to oh, that God. situation. Oh, God, so, yes. Just to remind you from last week. Oh, God. But, yeah. uh, real quick, before we get any further on this, we have uh, Fruit Shine Wine. It's, yes. Uh, 
has one and a half pounds of fruit in every jar. Yes. And it is only for sale in Indiana. Yes. Um, now, this was actually brought to me by a traveling district manager. He works for some, uh, a local pizza franchise. So he travels all around. He brought this to a house concert that I had at my house. Um, and, uh, we really, really enjoyed it. So I talked him into leaving the whole bottle, <laughs> the whole jar, I should say. And um, it is Keister Pear is the flavor. Yes. Cool thing. Uh, another, um, pansexual guy that I dated is actually the one who introduced me to the Shonen. <laughs> that also did not work out. Big surprise <laughs> to the listening audience. And then we have homemade right here in Lima, Ohio, apple, Moonshine. Now, there's no, um, I don't see any cinnamon stick in this. Normally, around here, they put in a cinnamon stick that sits there and steeps for a while. But we're gonna try the, we're gonna try the, what is this, kefir, kefir pears? That's what we are trying right now. First. Yes, it's not too bad at all. Are you already trying it? Of Son course, of I can't help it. All right, you talk, you know, you kind of get thirsty. So, and then also, I wanted to remind that you, this is a wine taste. It does. It does. Um, I wanted to remind you to go ahead. Actually, it says fruit shine wine, so that would be about oh. right. Oh. Um, I wanted to remind you not to uh, forget to uh, follow us on Twitter for kissing yes. cocktails. Um, and also, if you want to send us a message or just say hi, you can uh, email us at k cocktail. That's k c o C-K-T-A-L-E at gmail.com and we'll get your message and we'll get right back to you. And it could be for Amber, Christy, or both of us together. It does not matter. One of us will get back to you. We both have access to the, e the email and um, just wanted to get that part out there. So back to yeah, I don't think I, marriage. I don't think, well, hang on. I don't think I like this wine or this moonshine wine. What the... Okay, so that was my cat knocking things off the table. <laughs> Thank you, Sophia. Sophia is a uh, Siamese rescue. So if yes. you hear random, like, you know, like, she does this croak or something. Yeah. It's not really yeah. a meow. Um, but if you hear random things just, like, hitting the floor, that's thanks to Sophia. Um, yeah, I don't think yeah, I like it's this. not it, us. <laughs> this almost tastes like a little bit of moldy. I mean, I don't see mold, but it almost tastes moldy. I don't think I like it. I'm going to pour that out. I'm going to pour that right. out. And I'm going to try the apple. Yeah, we're going to try the apple. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of that. Okay, so let's try. And I like moonshine. I do too. It, it tastes kind of a weaker. Yeah, and maybe that's because it's a shiny like wine. A bang. Yeah. 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 Or if they make it really good, it like sneaks up on you. But at least. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. This one's going to be sneaky. All right, so we're going to pour a little bit, a little bit. A little bit. Now, this is a little more fe um, like festive for the holiday. Uh, this came in like a little Woo! tiny jar. You smell that? I you smell, smell the that cinnamon. Giant? Yeah, uh -huh. I smell the cinnamon. Oh, so there is cinnamon in there? Yeah. Okay. All right. Good to know. All right. So we're going to taste this apple, apparently cinnamon yes. shine made locally. We have some good growth. We have some good growth. Oh, I taste that. Yeah, that's pretty that. good. It tastes like apple pie. Yeah, it does actually. That tastes like straight up liquid apple pie. I like that. I'm going to keep that. Okay. Get rid of that. Um, so is this our spit jar? <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like fancy something. right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take a sip. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, but yeah, no, we were talking about a marriage and whatnot. And actually, right. I meant to ask you before we started, how are you, by the way? How was your week? Like, 
the life of a married woman on, on a week like this, when everybody's starting to go into hibernation mode. Uh, how I wish is, I could go into hibernation. Dude, me too. <laughs> I'm almost there. Either that or I might travel to like um, South Carolina. Oh, yeah. That would be so right nice. Away. It depends on if I get this part in Mama Mia. Callbacks on Sunday. So awesome. if, I, if I don't get the part of Donna that I want... I, I'm, we may be doing this across the states. <laughs> you and I may be so calling. So where is Mamma Mia? So it's an encore theater. Yes. Um, auditions were Monday and Wednesday, and there was actually a fantastic turnout. She's having, I think, like six of us come back Sunday for callbacks um, to try to decide Donna and her friends, Donna, Tanya, and I can't remember the third, third Rosie, Rosie, um, uh, trying to decide who's going to get those three parts now. I just specifically just want Donna. Donna's the lead in case you haven't seen Mamma Mia. Yeah. Um, for those of you out there, um, Donna is the lead. Um, she is the mom that's in this. And I don't want to spoil too much, um, but that's what I have my heart set on. Uh, and if I don't get that, no big deal because we have some phenomenal talent in the area. I just want to take that time to travel if I can't pour myself into that particular part. You know, right, right. Um, but yeah, no, how was your week? How was your my week? My week was pretty good. Um just busy, especially at work and, and, you know, with, uh, my daughter, she's, I do shared parenting with her. So this is the week she's home. So of course I'm getting caught up with her. She's stopping by work. She's talking about all her stuff going on in her oh, life and, oh. and stuff like that. And just, and then figuring out Christmas, you know, we have our Christmas budget and how much we're going to spend and what we're going to get. And, uh, our oldest son's birthday is tomorrow. Oh, you'll be 20. So wow. I know it's so hard to believe. Oh my so goodness. So we had to work on a birthday present for him and then get ready for my dad to come. So it was a pretty busy week for us. Yeah. So how about you? Yeah. Yeah. You all had all kinds of family stuff. Oh yeah. Still do. We, it was an interesting week. Not only do we have Mama Mia auditions, I'm switching over my Airbnb room from one guest to the next. Cause I had a dad that came in. Uh, you have to explain this Airbnb. Okay. You not heard of Airbnb? Okay. This is so cool. So we're in an, we're in a, uh, economy wise, we're in, um, a set of industries that is all about sharing time and space. Okay. Okay. So for instance, Lyft and Uber is a ride share. Okay. Okay. Um, Airbnb, uh, and there's some other ones out there that are very similar. That is like a house share kind okay. of thing. And the idea yeah, I knew is. I bed and breakfast was B&B. Yes. And that's the idea. Although with Airbnb, um, you are choosing to either rent out a room in your house. Or if you happen to have, if you're like a residential landlord, you can rent out an entire house. Um, and, and I've had a couple of people that have stopped me and said, why in the world would you rent out one room in your house? Like who could possibly be traveling to Lima, Ohio to rent a room from you and make it worth it. You know, why wouldn't you just get a local? Well, you have the room anyway. I have the room <laughs> anyway. The house, I own the house. Right. I had two months I knew budget-wise to play with when I, when I came down to the decision of deciding whether or not to turn one of my rooms into an Airbnb. I, I lost one of my fantastic roommates. She moved to Columbus, took a great job. Uh, and we miss her dearly, but I knew that I had like two months to just try something different um, instead of just putting just another local in there. And uh, one of my girlfriends down in South Carolina does this Airbnb. She houses traveling nurses, traveling engineers from Germany because she's in Greenville, South Carolina. 
And it was so inspiring to meet some of her guests. They were incredible. They had fun stories. They wanted to go out with us. They like kept in contact with her long after they had left. And every time they came back or if they moved into long-term housing, they still went out and hung out with her and texted her. And I was so blown away by that. I am such an extreme extrovert that that was appealing. Right. Oh, so yes. That was absolutely Yes, yes. So I took the chance. And Airbnb, I like uh, just so happened to be driving a a guy on Lyft who lost his dad uh, about a year ago. Uh, and he'd been kind of putting off coming to the area and cleaning out his dad's house. And I just happened to pick up this guy up, uh, as he was finally coming to clean up the house. And he was, he was listening to me about how I was excited to try launching this Airbnb <clears throat> and how it had taken them a week to approve me. Um, but I actually had a booking, uh, I had gotten approved Sunday. I had a booking by that Monday morning, uh, for the week. And all I had was a blow-up mattress. I did not anticipate this happening so fast. I thought I would have time. Again, two months. Right, I, I was telling right. myself, hey, you got two months to get one booking, Amber, and see if it's going to be worth it. And within 24 hours, I had a booking. So I was, not that I was panicking, but this is one of the reasons I was driving Lyft. I thought, you know, let me drive a little bit of Lyft. I'll take the money, go to Goodwill or go to Restore here. Yes, I love Restore. for Humanity. Yes. Uh, and buy some inexpensive furniture and I'll have some by tonight. And so as he's listening and then he, and then he starts talking and telling me about how, you know, he just has been putting off his dad plate, his dad's place. And he stops and he says, he was like, I was about to tell you to go to restore and get furniture. But he said, you know what? Why do that when you could just log off the app and come get the furniture from my dad's house? And I thought, are you kidding me right now? Like, are you serious? That's, that's too nice. That is too incredible. Right, right. And he said, no, he said, you'd be doing me a favor. Restore cannot come pick up my furniture for two weeks. And he said, that means I'm in limbo for two weeks with what I can do until that furniture gets out and I can do like a whole house deep clean. And like, we, we kind of talked back and forth for a second. Cause again, I just, I didn't want to impose. And this was so sweet from somebody I didn't know. Right. I just met him when I picked him up. And, um, and he just said, you know, he was like, nobody's really taking the time to listen to me about what I've been going through with my dad. I really appreciate that. He said, I just, you know, if this will help you out, this will, this will make me feel good about what I'm doing in my dad's memory. Oh, that is awesome. So I was not able to get together a truck that fast, um, because not everything would fit in my SUV. Um, but I did convince someone the next day, um, to, um, get, to give me a truck, lend me a truck. And I had already dropped this gentleman off at the bus. So he was taking the bus back um, to his state. Um, and it just so happened again. Um, you're really probably going to hear me say it just so happened a lot, but really I, I, I feel like I'm blessed a lot of times um, that he, his dad lives across the street from Rachel. Ah. If you remember our friend Rachel, oh, of course, actually lives across the street from her parents. Ah. So her parents actually had been uh, monitoring the house over the last year. They had a key. They had access to get me in. So this gentleman just said, hey, if you're friends with them uh, and I really appreciate how nice you've been, then I trust you. Just go over, ask them to let you in and take what you want. And I just was floored. So by that second day, that second day, I had a full room of furniture uh, for Airbnb because that is really common with Airbnb. 
people are looking for furnished furnished rooms because it's very right. similar to oh, hotel definitely only definitely. less expensive yeah yeah and by the way you can actually you don't have to offer the breakfast like you could offer that as a as an added cost cost as well as doing their laundry or taking them out and that kind of thing I don't do too much of that but I do make myself available if they want to talk because a lot of these guys are away from home and they're they're lonely these, right you know they're right. these Moms that are visiting uh, either someone in the hospital or visiting their kids, you know, they, they, their kids don't want them around all the time. So right. they're a little bit lonely for someone to talk to. And, and I love this area. So right. I, I put all, I like push in front of them all the things that are here to do. <laughs> I like push in front of them. So, so yeah, that's what Airbnb is. It's really cool. So if, if you've got extra room, actually, where do you, you know, post this at? I will totally I will totally tweet um, a link, actually. But where do I post what? Like my stories? No, no. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we post our stories on our podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, is like, it? I was like, is this a trick question? Right. No, Airbnb. Like, where do you actually um, post this? Is that, what is this? Oh, so I'm pulling up my uh, website right now. I'm going to grab a link where you can see, you can actually see my, my, um, Airbnb, if you want to, if you're a listener, um, you're welcome to take a peek at my Airbnb. I will find, I will find my link around here somewhere. <laughs> it's good now. Okay. Oh, there, there it is. Okay. So here's my link. Oh, sons of mothers, get in here. Okay. All right. So I'm getting on Twitter. Um, um. So you were asking where this is. Yeah. So this is actually online, uh, or you can download an app. You can manage it. Either way, I've actually found with a lot of um, older engineers that are traveling to our area, which, by the way, I was saying earlier, people have been telling me who in the heck would travel to Lima, Ohio. Uh, Actually, fun fact, there's about 3,500 workers that are actually traveling to our area because for those of you who are listening outside of our area, we have uh, one of the lowest costs of living in the country. Yes, we do. We do. And we have um, some phenomenal... Um, industrial plants here like um, Ford. We have Honda. We have the largest distribution plant for P&G here, and they right. just added a, a whole expanded building. Uh, we have Husky Refinery. Correct. Uh, that's who actually brought a couple thousand people here to the area Ineos, on a very specific project. Ineos. Uh, Podash, which is yes. now Nutrien. Yes. My Lindy. Hu- my husband works one. out there. So. Oh, I hear they give great hours. I hear they give fantastic hours. No, they don't. What? <laughs> oh, dang. Nutrient. I heard they did. Or has it been worse since it changed over to Nutrien? No, it's the same since it since it was Potash. But um, they have people that, their main plant is in um, Canada. So they have people that come in and out all the time. Mm. So, um, but as in... Um, Yes. My husband, <laughs> my husband is a laborer, so he has to work two weeks on days, two weeks on nights. Okay. 6A to 6P or 6P to 6A. So, and right now he's on special assignment, so he definitely uh, doesn't have to worry about that. He's working all days right now, but other than that, it kind of sucks when you're a laborer because it's so hard to go from waking up to morning shift and then turn around and having to stay up all night for two weeks. That I think is a risk for their, with what they deal with out there. Ammonia. Okay. And all that other stuff out there that. Okay. 
I think they that should makes have, a little more sense. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. But they do treat their employees good. You know what? That is actually really hard to find. Yes, it that is. That's really hard to find. It's one of the reasons that I didn't go back to I didn't go back to working for a corporation because that, that is so difficult to find. You mostly get a lot of asshole bosses. Right. Who, well, I'm not saying there's probably not some out there, <laughs> but, um, you know, just the company itself does, you know, like if the concert's in town, they'll, they'll offer them, you know, tickets to all the employees and who can go can just sign up and they'll give up to however two tickets, four tickets or whatever to each employee that wants to go. If they had, sometimes they'll host a special party for, you know, the, the employees there. Um, they have a Christmas party every year for all their employees and their uh, contractors and stuff that go. So they just do all kinds of nice stuff for their employees, really. Okay. All right. Fair. They give out free tickets to oh, the fair. Oh, see, that is the good stuff right there. Yeah. Uh, and we have a lot of employers around here um, that are just, there's a lot of job opportunity. There are. Uh, maybe not all of them do benefits like that, but actually there's quite a few. A lot with, of them do. A lot of the bigger companies I noticed do. Are they? I know I know we have quite a few that are learning because, like, locally it's been hard to Dana's actually fill. another one. Oh, they, yeah, they are. Yeah. They put the tank plants. Yep. Listen, guys, we have, I think I heard at last count, we still have over 3,000 open jobs in right. our area. They cannot fill them locally fast enough, so... They're bringing people from all over the country. Oh yeah, and 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 yeah. incredible wages with with rent that's only like five or six hundred dollars a a month. Although that's rising as well because right. of the demands. Or if you purchase a home, some oh of your house God. payments are going to be under a thousand dollars. Oh yeah, I'm not even going to tell you what my house payment was, but I only paid fifty thousand for my house. Yeah, and it's exactly. fifteen hundred square feet. Before you think I live in a shithole, you don't. I do. This is really kind of beautiful. How many bedrooms do you have? I have four bedrooms. See. Um, I have, um, well, technically three because the one downstairs I can't use, um, until I get the basement waterproofed. Gotcha. So let's say, let's say technically three. Um, but it's still, you know what? Yeah. You I, cannot beat that. I mean, we bought a home out in the country, four bedrooms, one bath and, um, spent, uh, less than a hundred thousand dollars and we've got a couple acres. At our house. Oh, see, look at you, girl. And we have um, waterproof, you know, we've waterproofed the majority of our basement. We're building rooms Storm down there. there. I want to build us a studio down in the basement. Oh, look at you. I like I do. It. I do. And I thought about building us like a little studio for us and then um, ha have our own little bar and everything in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've got it all planned out. A little down. wet bar down yes. there. Yes. Oh, yeah. Have our little wet bar. And, you That's know, kind of awesome. Yeah. Well, okay. So, um, I, that crossed my mind as well, not just for us, but for the, the girlfriends of mine that have now taken over my wet basement, which makes me feel bad. Um, but I thought about since I'm going to be, um, uh, those of you listening, I'm going to be renting the house next door because I had such success with this Airbnb. I'm going to be, um, doing it for next door, doing well. it for next door as well. A friend of mine happened to buy the house. who's a local residential landlord. And is going to be super gracious and let me rent the house from him and turn the entire thing, all five bedrooms, into an Airbnb. So um, there's an, like, uh, clearly with like five bedrooms, one of them could easily be like the girls' workshop slash a studio for us as well. True. So we can have like change of scenery, two places to bounce back and forth. Right. We could go. We could do that we... as well if that's what you want to do. Yeah. My whole plan was I thought 
once since we get this, we've got this started that I thought it would be kind of cool to do um, a YouTube channel with it. Oh, yeah. So they can see our stupid mishaps <laughs> that we have while we podcast. Oh, all the pineapple juice all over oh, my yeah. table. Oh, yeah. Or I our spit glass today with uh, <laughs> the pear juice in it. Yeah. So Maybe I just don't like pears, though. I know? love pears. I love pears. Mm. But there was something yeah. about uh, yeah, that. that just It doesn't goodness. taste like this. This tastes like moonshine. Yeah, this is good. Yeah. That, I but know it was it's supposed like to be that. fruit shine wine, but I don't know. It's probably know. something with the fermentation. Maybe it's just a it different be. fermentation. I don't know. I wish we were connoisseurs, and maybe after this, we're going to look up why we taste the difference between moonshine and um, fruit shine fruit wine. wine. Um, uh, this is vintage 2016, so. And, and this was this was made this year, so I don't know. Did you keep uh, this refrigerated? Yes. Yes. It's yes. cold. Oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah. I don't know. I don't, maybe it has an expiration date. When was the last mm. time you drank that? Uh, like two months ago. I don't know. Maybe it has an expiration. Man, if if moonshine expires like that, that that's, that's crunchy. Um, you would think moonshine would get stronger, yeah, not lighter. Yeah, yeah, you would think that fermentation again. Yeah, unless it's different with fruit shine. Right, wine. I don't right. Know. Well, you know, we're gonna do some research, and we might tweet if we find something, or if it's like super boring, we might just tweet us uh, some hot guy instead. <laughs> um, right. But uh, to keep moving, uh, we're actually gonna go to our topic for the day and uh we were we were realizing the other day that everybody has a lot of different names for body parts let's just let's just put this out on the line okay right there's there everybody not everybody's comfortable calling them dicks or penises or vaginas some people some people call them different things like hoo-hahs um, or like Oprah calls them the JJs. Um, but <laughs> right. then there's people who actually name their parts. I right. have a girlfriend who named her hoo-ha Virginia. <laughs> so she has, she has, um, someone right now that, um, when he, when they chit chat or whatnot, and he, he, he says, you know, Hey, say hello to Virginia for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I'm, I'm like, that's, I mean, that's so creative. I never would have thought about, I've never named my parts. I've never named my parts either. I just call them the usual dick, pussy, or <laughs> depending on, now, dick and pussy is my husband okay. type talk. Yeah. If I'm around somebody else, then a penis vagina type okay. thing. All right. Kids, we're looking at PP and JJ. <laughs> you know, you got different, you know, different people you talk oh, yeah. to, you have to call it differently. But I've never named mine. But you know, the smart thing about that is they can talk about it. Yes. And no one would be the wiser. You could be at a bar top just like yes. with a couple of friends and there's two people that are dating. And tell Virginia I'm going to kiss her later. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, now I'm going to know. Right. Now I'm going to be like, oh, no. Right, oh and anybody else is gonna be like, anybody listening to our podcast on? is gonna be wondering for what now. What is going yeah. on? Yeah. Well, okay. See, now I'm kind of curious. Like, I want to name it, only because, right? Like, I'm, I'm a little curious, but I, but I'm also a little bit weirded out. Like, how am I gonna feel if I name if I name it? Or you know, what, what? name would you what pick? If, I don't even know. <laughs> right? Have you ever seen uh, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days? Yes, I love that. Okay, so there's one point where she names his stuff. <laughs> I know. And she names it Princess, <laughs> Princess. Um, I can't remember, but uh, she did. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna look at this. How to lose a guy in ten days? Penis name. <laughs> <laughs> and it came up. Didn't this it? is this is why I love um, Princess. 
Princess Sophia. <laughs> Princess, so this is why I love Google right here. Thank you, Google. Exactly. Uh, Princess Sophia, and he's like, "Come on, you're gonna name it, name it." And yeah, only like, in the way that yeah. Dr. McConaughey can say, "Yeah, you're gonna name it, name it something masculine like crawl." <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Which was pretty funny. Yeah, but I, and I've never named a dude's I, junk. Yeah, me neither. Which, yeah, I can't really see name it because then it's like. I don't know. I don't know. I yeah. like to think I'm open-minded, but I don't know if I could and come heart- play with Princess Sophia. Yeah. I but I like how she only did that to That's piss true. She, off. She, 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 was trying to, she was trying to get him gone. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, the only problem with, I mean, it'd probably be different for my husband and I, but if you're dating somebody and you give them the go-ahead to name it, <laughs> okay. How are you gonna feel when you get with your next guy and you say his name is Virginia? Oh God! Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You know, and then you don't want them to ask how'd you come up with that name. No, <laughs> God, no. So I think it'd be right that if you're going to name it yourself, okay, all right, instead of letting somebody else. Name yeah, it. because you you don't want to go from person to person just in case, you okay. know, and say. <clears throat> I named it Virginia. Just for an example, I don't know how that happened, whether it was her or him that named it, the name okay. her body part, but, you know. So, okay, so have you ever named boobs? I just call them tits or boobs. Okay, okay. Because um, I, I see people, I, there's actually people out there who have named boobs. Now, I don't know, I don't know any that actually currently named right. their boobs, but like in um, How I Met Your Mother. Yes. Barney names uh, his stripper girlfriend's boobs because he wants visiting rights in his <laughs> in his stupid little prenup that he's right, trying to right, come up with. Right, right, right. Um, you know he wants visiting rights with with them, so he names them the twins. And she was at first she was all like, "Oh, we're gonna have twin kids." He goes, "No, your boobs." <laughs> Something like that, you know. Right. Um, but yeah, no, and I've never. I don't think I've ever actually had a guy name any of my parts before. I don't think I have either. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? Say tweet to themselves. Yeah. Tweet us if you named your parts something or if a partner has named your parts. Um, I'd be interested to see yeah. what kind of names are out there. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I realize there's the jokes of like Princess Sophia, but I'm going to guess that there's probably some people who have named um, some interesting. Uh, I bet you, I bet you somebody got Kitty Cat. <laughs> Kitty cat. That, <laughs> yep. For the vagina. Oh, so, yeah, I. You know, I, I'm interested to see if you came up with your own name, yeah. what it is, or if somebody else came up with that name. And if and if so, have you continued to use it, or do you mm. let the next person come up with a different <laughs> name? I'm kind of curious. Yeah, I'm only curious now as well. Um, uh, oh, interesting story along this lines. Um, uh, uh, I have actually uh, really diverse friends. Uh, I actually have uh, some fantastic uh, trans friends, um, mm-hmm. and then some. Um, uh, drag queen friends and, and um, some gay friends and some, <laughs> and some gay boyfriends. Yeah, right. Um, Which we will come back to oh that Oh man. Too. Oh man. Yeah. The shame is real. I, I mean, I, I know I shouldn't be ashamed. I mean, it's nothing that I, I'm, I'm, I'm slowly coming around. It's nothing that I did, but I still like, I'm kind of kicking myself that I didn't, that the, there should have been something in me that like open that door for them to, I mean, clearly there's something in me has opened that door for them, but I meant open the door to talk about it right, <laughs> right. before, before they go that route, you know, and just like completely, completely break my heart. 
Um, but you know, neither here nor there. But um, uh, a, another story of a uh, a guy where I was the last female he dated. Um, uh, he and I had gone out to one of the local haunts, which is he was Harold Town of Cornfield. It was back before uh, the guy who owned it. It was back before his wife that passed. Um, and they had done this together. It was kind of like a passion of theirs. And we're standing in a line, and there's this very tall lady standing behind us. So I was there with my boyfriend, uh, Brett, and uh, this um, very tall lady was standing behind us, and she was definitely eyeballing him. I mean, eyeballing him hard. And so we get to t- we get to chit chat because I'm not afraid of competition. Like I'm a beautiful I- I- I'm a beautiful woman in my own way. I'm beautiful from the inside out, and so there's not a lot of uh, women that are super intimidating. Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston were standing next to a guy that I wanted. I'd bow the fuck out. <laughs> right. You know, like, done. But right. anybody else, eh, I'll put up a little bit of a fight. Oh, um, uh, yeah. But so we're sitting there talking to this gal, and something just seems different. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're talking, and I said, <laughs> I said, <clears throat> I said, you know, Tyra, um, you know, are, are you, is your, is your boyfriend here? Is your girlfriend here? You know, like, you know, partner. And she goes, Oh no, honey, I'm strictly dickly. And you know, there's, there's definitely certain names that men and women both have for parts. Okay. Like you won't hear a lot of women that call a vagina a pussy. That's mainly like a, a guy thing. You won't hear a lot of, um, uh, guys that, that call their um uh dicks uh oh god yeah they will yeah i guess they really call it anything don't they yeah cocks dicks well i guess they won't call them wee wees or something like that. that's <laughs> no that's probably more a mom term yeah okay. that yeah pp wee wee that's more of our terms for our younger boys right so for someone to say that they were strictly dickly to me was a red flag because i'm thinking huh that's not Normally something a female would say about what they like. Was it a drag queen? Better. Um, Trans? She had actually transitioned. Ah. And so. What was she born as? uh, She was born. So so she transitioned male to female. um, And um, she was beautiful. Absolutely. She is. I'm sorry. But. The majority of the drag queens are Gorgeous. better looking than women. I know. So. Listen, I learned so much. Um, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't mean to cut you off. No, that. no, that's okay. Because I grew up with a drag queen as a babysitter when I was growing up. And oh, we used awesome. to love putting his clothes on. That's how I learned how to dance. All that that's kind amazing. of fun stuff. But yeah. But yeah. I, well, I, we didn't know. We didn't know as we're staying there talking. Because like I said, she's beautiful. She's flawless. Like her application. What and, about an apple? Did you no. see it? No, because here's the thing, which, um, you know, and, well, and that's, and that's part of her story. Like she, she had, she had uh, gone through some specific, uh, transition changes. So there's, there was really very few clues that would have caused us to know. Um, uh, although my boyfriend at that time was very interested in her. Yes. Oh, I'm sure. Very interested. And, and so like, we're all talking there and, and again, I'm like, I don't mind competition, but I was getting a little bit uncomfortable because I thought, okay, this is a little too much. Like he's a little too interested. Uh, and then when she like bent down towards his area, towards his crotch to like, I forget what she was. She was like making a point of something like, like she was going to look at it, trying to see like how big it was or something like that. Um, and I, um, I had to, I had to push her off. Uh, actually I had to push her off me, uh, push her off him. 
Uh, but it just, the whole thing just stuck wrong, not just because of how she was towards him, but how he even re reacted to it. Yeah. And, and just some of the things that she said, it was just off. It wasn't something like a typical traditional woman would have said. And so him and I got into a huge fight. Um, we ended up breaking up um, uh, probably a couple weeks after, I would say. Um, but she'd actually given me her card, which I was surprised at because I really thought she'd give it to him. But once I, you know, once I pushed her off of him, she backed off, um, very nicely. And so I went to go see her after all the breakup was happening because she's actually, she, at that time, she was a phenomenal hairstylist. And, uh, we got to talking and, and she was like, oh honey, she was like, he is so gay. He is so gay. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I didn't know, but during that first appointment is when it came out that um, she had transitioned and that she was living her life as a phenomenally beautiful woman. And um, that was when all the conversation red flags fell into place. And I thought, okay, that's why it didn't sound like something your traditional female would say, because I mean, you know, she's not a traditional woman, right? Um, she's a very contemporary woman for, uh, for today. And, uh, so it was, I'm always curious too, when they transition like that, do they keep that penis or do they cut it off? Uh, it's my understanding that it varies. Um, probably depending on how the person wants to proceed. Uh, I think so. And I think it just depends. Or tuck on, it in, I think is what they do. Uh, you know, this is completely out of my realm. You know, to be really honest. Um, uh, I know one that, um, actually is fully female. Um, and I know one that has not, um, had reassignment surgery yet. So, um, they actually live their scary. life. You know, <clears throat> I know with today's times and not to get too serious, I right. know a lot of people are nervous right now. Um, just because there's a lot of unrest and there's a lot of uncertainty. It seems like, um, that people feel like they, they are, are very nervous and scared that there aren't uh, immediate solutions to their fears. So there is that fear for sure. That is, there is that scariness. What do you mean to their fears? You mean like emotionally or cause I'm um, thinking the reason why I said that would make me scared or whatever it would be the, the surgery. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, look any surgery on your body. Well, yeah, tough. but I mean yeah. to, to, to go forth and yeah. do something we that may have to come back to this topic another time. Yeah. That's because this is this is a really deep topic um, that is out of my area of expertise for well, sure. Well, mine as well. But, mine as well. I think that to each their own. Oh, absolutely. You um, know, love is love, and uh, your body is your body. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it's not my business. No, it isn't. That's what it boils down to. It. It's not really our business. But and nine you know, times we, out of ten, love this guy, guy. Right? Either way. Exactly. And nine times out of ten, <laughs> guys make more beautiful women than we do. <laughs> Yeah. It's so sad it, to it say, really but it's so true. Turns out beautiful. And you know, it's regardless. almost the same way when women dress up like men and they oh. cut their hair short and stuff. Sometimes you can't tell. You know, very and they can very, very common for like man. way back in the day before yeah. before today's modern female and male. Right. You know, although there are still there are still women that like to look more butch is what they call it back in my oh, day. Back in your day. Yeah. More masculine butch, you know, and today it's considered, um, androgynous. Yeah. So, um, when you cannot tell if, uh, a, a particular gender, it's considered androgynous, which is actually huge in the fashion industry. 
it's really um, it's really ideal to be able to grab a model or find discover a model who is androgynous who is who doesn't really come down the one way, the runway or wear things either as male or female because really they they make the perfect hanger at that point right exactly because they can wear male to or female you know yeah and, and they appeal to any audience any agency. It doesn't matter. They're they're not like pigeonholed into one particular thing. So yeah, oh my god, like oh, we could go off on this. I know forever. forever, forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, what we're actually gonna move on to though uh, is our man crush moments. Oh yes, I love mine this week. You know, and I love. Uh, please explain how you discovered this one because I'm so happy that you went down this road. <laughs> I'm so happy. I I feel like I've passed along the love here. You did. You did. <laughs> I. Mine's Niall DeMarco. And I found him when I was, of course, researching your guy from yep. last week. Yep. It was Justin and McNear. Yes. My guy from last week. Yes. On and, America's Next Top Model. And he and Niall was on there as well. Um, very handsome. Oh, oh my tall, that dark, jawline. handsome guys. Yeah. Those that piercing I like. eyes. Yes. And oh, the dark, blackish mm. hair. Mm. That, that's just my trademark, obviously. The... The beard, mustache, very clean cut. Um, and the most interesting, intriguing factor about him. Yes. The one thing that I found out that was very intriguing is he's deaf. Mm-hmm. His primary language is um, sign language. Yes. And I love that. Yeah. Because, you know, like we've discussed prior, um, it is a language. Mm-hmm. It's not a disability. It's yeah. a language. You know, there are people out there, no matter how old you are, you tend to use a certain amount, lose a certain amount of hearing anyway, or yeah. sight, or, you know, I, I, I don't believe it's a disability. I do believe it is another language. Mm-hmm. And he... Just a different ability. Exactly. And I've, you know, he was also on um, uh, Switched Up Earth, which was one of my favorite movies or shows to watch. I don't think I ever saw that. Yeah, he was on Switched oh, Up Earth. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> um, and so... The fact that he is not, he's trying to bring up this whole, you know, American language, uh, sign language, and 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 all that as an actual language. He's fighting for that instead of making it a disability. And he's still able to do the same normal things that other people do. Oh, and he's such a family man. And he's very. Oh, my God. This is this is one of the things I was so impressed with by Niall on the actual show, and and I'm hoping you get to go back and see some of these clips. Niall's relationship with his mom is phenomenal; like it's beautiful. His mom is um, such a huge supporter of his, and really seems to have pushed him to to remember that 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 hearing loss was not a loss; it wasn't an impairment. Right. It was just a different ability, different senses that. Right that um are developed instead and he as a well, person his other to that ran, yeah the oh, other phenomenal. yeah anybody else that happens to have lower senses yeah than others like uh-huh. his he has no hearing which is fine yeah. but i bet you every other hearing or every oh. other He's, sense he has is exploded he he's just he seems and if you get a chance, um, anyone listening, you'll you'll definitely want to pull up some clips of this guy. They actually and I th- I thought this was super unfair until I saw how he handled it and I was blown away and I was so glad that they did this. They actually did a fucking photo shoot in the dark. So keep in mind, 
it's it's dark. He cannot hear when the um, photo is when the cameras are clicking. He can't hear anybody telling him when to pose or when the flash is going to happen. Right. So he has no idea when he's supposed to pose or when he's supposed to be ready for that picture. Or what type of pose he's supposed to do. Oh, right. Because he can't, he can't see his interpreter. He can't see. Right. Um, uh, there's, there's, there's nobody else on set that has learned the language to be able to communicate with him. You know, Hey, this is going to be every six seconds or whatever. No, nothing like that. And he handled himself with such class. He took what could have been an incredibly frustrating, um, tantrum moment, understandably like, tantrum at this being unfair and geared towards everyone else who didn't have this language barrier. Um, and he handled himself with such grace and class that I thought this is what a model is right here. What did he do? So he <clears throat> had, he used, um, cause he was standing on a box. So I think he had someone, um, tap on the box, um, like, uh, give him a count basically of when that flash would happen. Oh, awesome. So he could feel when he was supposed to pose. Yeah, it was creative as hell. And, and you just, you look at something like that and you think, wow, like I make so many excuses for what I can't do. And and this man takes a language barrier and hurdles over it. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> we could have cried about what was unfair, but that beautiful man. <laughs> right. And, and you know, man, I'm way I have to say <laughs> that in all honesty, this is the first week that I actually could say that I actually picked somebody that's not only hot, oh, but I know a little bit more person. about. Yeah, he's a <laughs> I know a little bit more person. detail other than looks, you know, because <laughs> like I've said in the past, all my other ones are basically upon looks. Now, that's not how I normally do my picking and choosing in my life. But uh, as for our little crush moments I have up until this <laughs> point, but he is uh, one hot body, let me tell you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So if I was younger. Oh. Oh, girl. I teach him some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Niall? Yeah. You don't have a girlfriend yeah, yeah. yet. <laughs> yeah. We got we a couple ladies up in Lima, Ohio that, uh, that oh, will, uh, they're happy to overcome that language barrier. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We, there's all kinds of language barriers. Yeah. yeah Body true. language. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Well, I, I have a feeling he's going to get what I'm putting down, so. Um, but you know what? I'm not going to encroach on your man. I'm actually going to put my own out there. Also for America's Next Top Model. Uh, we are just kind of on this kick this week. Uh, but um, you just reminded me another contestant that was on there was uh, uh, Keith Carlos. <gasps> yes. So here was something that was really interesting. And this is actually where the whole topic of what do you call it down there came up. Because Tyra Banks nicknamed Keith Carlos the Manaconda. <laughs> because apparently, apparently, he was so large in particular shoots that there was just no, there was no taking away from that distraction. On the <laughs> and, 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 and if you don't know much about the fashion industry, you know, typically these fashion shots or editorial shots, you know, it's about getting a product. And your model is typically someone who kind of um, shines through that product and right. enhances it because of who they are. Um, they're just basically a, a very creative hanger for whatever right. that product is. Um, it seems they nicknamed him Manaconda because um, there was just too much shine coming from. And there was no limits. <laughs> And uh, so that became the joke of the whole season was poor Keith Carlos, who, by the way, used to play for the Philadelphia Eagles and the New York Giants in the NFL. 
Nice. He went from that and receiving an injury to turning model. Um, and he looks like another phenomenal male model in the area, in the, in the industry. Um, uh, I believe it's Tyrese or Tyrone. I think it's Tyrese. It might be Tyrone that he looks like. Um, <clears throat> oh my goodness. I cannot remember. I think it is Tyrone. Yeah. Um, oh, Tyson Beckford. Tyson Beckford is who he looks like. Um, Keith Carlos looks like Tyson Beckford. Um, he does, uh, very much so. And I forgot, I can't believe that name like fell out of my head. Um, but they, they were so impressed with him and he made it decently far. He didn't win, but he made it decently far before he was uh, voted off. It says he won. Uh, did he win? Oh my God. Have I lost my mind? Okay. My bad. Why did I think that, um, Niall won? I really thought Niall won. Okay. I'm losing my mind guys. You're right. Okay. I'm losing my mind. Apparently, I need to rewatch that entire cycle <laughs> just so I can uh, revisit Manaconda. Yeah, there you go. I, I'm dying to see what these Manaconda pictures look uh, like. Yeah, you know what? And we'll we'll tweet we'll tweet a couple of these just so you can see America's Next Top Model pictures, just so you can see what we're talking. Now, I don't think they have any pictures that focus particularly on the area, so you may have to scope them yourself. I follow him on Instagram, and he does. Uh, he doesn't post and any super juicy ones. He does. He does. He's got, he's got some beautiful ink and, um, he's also got a kit now. So he seems to have dialed down a bit what he posts, which is interesting. Oh my God. <laughs> so uh, she just pulled up. Chrissy just pulled up a picture. Really? That looks smaller in that picture than what I remember seeing. It well, like, um, uh, it's covered. It's covered for those of you who are like freaking out right now. It's covered. Not yeah. Just, we're not just straight up looking at. Um, no, it's covered cleaner. and yeah. And it's still a whole lot of it. Um, but in any case, um, so yeah, so there's our man crush moments. We'll go ahead and uh, post those up on Twitter. Christy's fantastic about, oh yeah, girl. Yeah, don't even get me started on that mouth. <laughs> she She's browsing this picture right now. Yeah, so if you want some guilty pleasure, uh, feel free to follow Keith Carlos yes. on Instagram or Twitter. He posts some fantastic ones on Instagram. That's probably my favorite um, I followed a couple of the America's Next Top Models on there, and um, including uh, Usai, who I'm going to, we'll talk about him another time. He's like a little secret Asian crush. Probably one of the only older men. Oh, my goodness. She keeps pulling up these pictures, and like you're thinking, no wonder. Like, no wonder he's impregnating people. I mean, like. Right. And not only that, that is like no wonder she called him Manicom. Radioact yeah. He's got radioactive dick. Wow. That's all I have to say yeah. is wow. It definitely I mean, is. Yeah. So, um, thank you so much for hanging out with us for a little. We yes. actually really appreciate uh, those of you who are listening. We appreciate you sharing sharing your time with us. Yeah, we definitely appreciate it. And Chris and I just love doing this. this we do. We so love just talking about funny. ourselves and other people and <laughs> talking about what's going on. Yeah. And, you know, we're actually really lucky to be in this corner of the world over here because we have a lot of interesting things that are happening all the time. Right. Um, and it's neat to be so close, like proximity wise to someone who's on the other side of the tracks, like Christy is. Yes. Uh, and like, like I am with, you know, just completely different walk of life. Um, but in a small town that, that doesn't seem to matter too much that you're on two different walks of life because no. here, like all kinds of walks of life just work. They do. It's awesome. Yes. I love it. It's definite blend and it's, yes. it's nice to have yes. that blend and, to be okay with it, you know? Yeah. 
So, so thank you. Thank yes. you for sharing your time with us. And we will not see you next week. Just a reminder. Correct. Um, instead, you will see us in two weeks. Yes. We'll be back. So enjoy your Thanksgivings. Yep. And then I will have the drink next time. So we'll see what that'll be. Ooh, excellent. Hopefully better than my moonshine. I'm sorry. I feel like a disappointed. Hey, no, the apple was good. Yeah. The apple one was was. good. We both finished our apple apple drinks. So, yeah, I'm excited. All right, good. I'm excited to see what kind of of drink you come up with. Yes, me too. Me too. All right, I'm already thinking towards my next one because I think I'm going to make it a Christmas one. Yeah, well, it'll be more around Christmas for yours, and oh, it'll yeah. be right after Thanksgiving oh, for me. Yeah. So we'll be in December right around there for both of us. Yeah, so. probably. Oh, yeah. Is there that's anything you don't like that's kind of Christmassy, like peppermint uh, or anything like that? I don't I'm know. I'm not a huge peppermint fan. I'm definitely not, like, a pine nut fan either. So anything that has, like, those weird pine nuts, I don't like anything like that. Um, but, again, I'll try anything. Um, I may not drink it all, but I right. will try anything. So Same yeah. here. Awesome. But, hey, it was nice being with you guys. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter or send us a message at kcocktail at gmail.com.